T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Every time I hear this, I think, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? See, I was what thinking Sopranos do? right there. Yeah, yeah, that too. You know, a little bit of little, little bit of the Sopranos at the start. I'm just ready to get my roll on on a Friday. Yeah, Let's do I'm this, get, fellas. I'm ready for it to be 10 o'clock on a Friday. Get my roll on. Yeah, let's do this thing. How you guys feeling this morning? It's been a crazy two weeks. How you y'all feeling? What? I'm, yeah. I, I am cashed out. I'm not going to lie. I don't I know am ready how... to hit the reset button, have President's Day weekend coming up and see us all on Tuesday type of weekend. I don't know how the players are doing it. Like, I don't know how they're doing appearances, doing whatever. Like, I'm tapped. Yesterday, today's Saturday. Yesterday was Friday. I thought Wednesday was Friday. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. Wednesday was Friday. So here here we are on Tuesday now. If Wednesday was Friday, today is Thursday. The other day was Saturday. It's Sunday, right? I don't know anymore. Does Jalen Watson know what day it yeah, is? Yeah, I, I don't think Jalen Watson does know <laughs> what day it is. And that, that's, that's I think that's a great way to kind of get this, this party Watson, started for yes! Friday. I, I don't know that I've ever seen somebody so drunk they got to be wheelchaired out the parade like Jalen Watson was. Well, the other day. That, that's what happens when you're a rookie. Man. Dude, that's what happens when you take hen dog to the head, the whole bottle. <laughs> drink the whole bottle. The whole bottle. Like the whole bottle had, had, had been taken down. Yeah, yeah. It ha- had been taken down by Jalen Watson, and the caption was brilliant. Chiefs Kingdom, y'all did this to me. <laughs> <laughs> At least he could have fun with it because, man, the henny hit you, brother. Oh, my goodness. Not he, even the grandpa in the snow pants that did the header into the fence no. that we were talking about yesterday got wheelchaired out. He probably needed to, but... Uh, Did he leave yet? Is he still down there at the West? No, Do they, we know? They, they, they think we should check with Tammy. Did they help him out? Yeah. Yeah, we, we need to check in on and see if that guy is still around because when we left, I think he was still sitting in a bag chair out there. I I, I, I don't know if he was, no, uh, no, if they he was abandoned, ever moved. They abandoned the bag chair and moved him out. He's disappeared, though. He's gone. He's yeah. gone. to yeah, walk away. Yeah. There ended up not being any blood out of that deal, right? Somehow, uh, some way, no. Uh-uh. Well, that's uh-uh. good. I mean, if you take a gainer into a fence and you come out with no blood, you're probably really you're drunk, probably drunk, or yeah. you're you just you, by the grace of God, you lucked out. Because you didn't have to get any stitches on that. When you're really drunk, you're more bouncy. Yeah, so that's true. You, Your buoyancy you is up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. is right. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the wheelchair could have wheeled that guy out along with uh, w- with Jalen Watson. I, I I was thinking about this last night because we'll go, we've all been drunk in our lives. Right. Some people haven't. And I understand that. That's cool. I'm, I'm actually impressed by you guys. Um, what, you're probably I, you're way better for it. Yeah, so. you are. No, right. you're absolutely way better for it. I got yeah. a friend of mine, Sean, that has never drank, never in college, never anything like that. Was always a great designated driver. Never seemed to care that he was never drinking and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I used to look at him 
him and sometimes envy him like on a Sunday morning I would envy him. <laughs> Saturday night, I'm like, you're not having any fun, are you? I don't know what. Uh, but but Jalen Watson, I, I've never been to that level where I had to get in a wheelchair and be taken home because I've been too drunk. Now, B-Dub, didn't you like fall through a roof in Oklahoma City and land on Scott Parks or something <laughs> like that? Some, some, no. some, something of that nature <laughs> happened to you? I think Scott Parks played Plinko <laughs> at a bar. Or Plinko? Uh, yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah. And then he disappeared. And then, yeah, yeah, Scott Parks was the ultimate ghoster. And, and yes, he, he, he is. Could, he, he could disappear. But I, I, don't, I don't ever, ever, ever remember myself getting to that kind of level where I've had to be carried out or wheeled out. Maybe I have, and I don't recall being in that type of situation. But that that's a night or a day that has gone awry, if you will, <laughs> if you're Jalen Watson to that level where you have to be pushed out on the wheelchair because you've had too much Henny the, the, that afternoon. And I'll be honest, I've never drank Henny, never drank Hennessy really? before. Yeah. What's it taste like? It's a good cognac. Is it? See, I've never mm-hmm. had cognac either. Yeah, I've never been a brown a liquor sipping. fan. Yeah. You know, Henny is, and, and, you know, back in the day, you'd mix it with hypnotic and you make the. See, I drank Hulks. hypnotic. I've had that. I've had hypnotic martinis in the past before, but I, I, I was never a really like a brown, like whiskey, mm-hmm. rum, that type of fan until recently. And I've started experiencing with bourbons and stuff. I'm like, all right, I, I kind of like this stuff. Better late than never, I guess, to the party. Uh, on that, it took me to my mid forties to really, truly have like Jack Daniels and stuff right. like that. I just never had the taste for that. It was either always beer or vodka for me. To me, it was a, a sweeter cognac for me. It's a good uh, fire up a cigar and and just sip, sip. if you're not going to do a whiskey. Yeah, you know, just sit back and sip and drink the henny hand hand. Yeah, see, I, that's again my problem. I don't know how to sip. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little Jalen in me they're just, today. They're just little, little drinkies. I just can't just do little, it. Little drinkies. Josh, I mean, that video's too excess for me. Yeah, that video of him oh, just, God, yes. just taking it to the head, and I'm like, oh, that's going to hurt. And then in the background, you see it was a college basketball experience. Yeah. So that's the beginning of the that's parade the, yeah, almost. The parade. And yeah, he's taking yeah. it to the head there. Yeah. And that was a two hour ride just to get to Union Station. So. Right. Yeah, it's so it's a, it, it's a sweet type. Like you, you probably have to have it in one of those glasses, and I'm moving my hand yeah, around you like a, yeah, yeah, it's like a, a swirl, like a snifter or something mm-hmm. they call that. And you go, yeah. let the let the aromatics breathe. One of those type of deals. So not a pop and drop. Yeah, not no. a pop and drop. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm used to you know popping a bottle of wine, finishing and that I, off, and looking for the next one. And I can't say that I haven't done it in the past though. What's that? Uh, pop and drop oh, with the handy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Many a nights back in college. And then how'd that end up? Like Bob said on Sunday yeah. morning, it's yeah, usually Sunday morning, bad. yeah, yeah. My, Jimmy Buffett always had a great line. There's a fine line between Saturday night and Sunday morning. Had my you friend. ever done it at like uh, 11 a.m. on a Wednesday? No, no, okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, and not the whole bottle not either. The whole bottle. I mean, that guy, that guy went to town and he had himself a day. So we're gonna open the text line today. What's the drunkest you've ever been? Like, have you ever been to that level uh, of, of being wheeled out of a, not a parade? I guess because not many of us have ever been in parades like that. But but how how is the drunkest you've ever been yeah, in a parade? What's the drunkest you've ever been in a parade? Yeah, tell us your story Seven, from six, Wednesday. Ten. Yeah, it could be from Wednesday. <laughs> could be from Wednesday. It could be from the first Chiefs parade. It could be from the Royals be, parade. No. I mean, there's Doesn't many an opportunity yeah. to uh, to get drunk. Like like the the drinking days we have you know across the calendar year. You got New Year's Eve. You've got um, you got St. Patrick's Day, which is coming up here in a couple of days weeks. Days that end in Y. Days that end in Y. Cinco de, Cinco de Mayo is coming up. Then you've got mm. summer, and then fall, and then here we are again, and now it's winter time. So. Mm-hmm. 
great. Yeah, I, I'd love to know from our from our folks on the J Southland Toast Service text line. What is the drunkest you've ever been? I think I know Josh's. He slept on a on a train and was like a hobo with a can of beans one time. No, I fell off a train. Oh, that's what <laughs> it was. I think there was Not a scratch, much like that. Get, much like that dude in the header. In front? Do, you, no. do you still look back and wonder how? Oh you gosh, do, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like how, who was watching over me at that point yeah. in time that I did not? Like, I mean, the train wasn't moving; it was stopped. But I could have went through it. and I went over it to get to my apartment. That was it. Missed the bottom step. Said everybody Straight said I just through. did a header and like why didn't you go through or around the train? And like when head, you say I went over through it. the train, like you mean open the cargo door and like yeah. go through yeah. the train? I mean it was a passenger. It was a passenger train. Oh, it's a passenger yeah, train. Yeah. So you were gonna get, like, get on the train and there get off a, the other side? Yeah. There's a train that that runs from uh, uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa City, uh-huh. that would bring people to the game. Okay. To the uh, Iowa games. Okay. So and it wasn't it, like the Amtrak. No, or no, no. And so it was parked like near our apartment. And I don't know. I, I, I was told I just climbed it and then missed the step and did a header on the you other side. You were told. I was told, yes. Okay. And not a scratch, nothing, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and then I, I know I did. I barfed my guts out the rest of the night. Yeah, but right. I do remember that part of it. But, um, yeah, not a scratch. And you're like, yeah, what were you, what were you doing? Yeah, what the hell were you stupid. thinking? Yeah, what well, because well, you weren't thinking at that time. No, your, no. Your, your, your judgment your was cloudy, yeah, and, yeah. You, and you were in college. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were absolutely in college at that point in time. So. You were finding out about yourself. That's in right. You were learning. Yeah, you were learning things. stuff. Yes, yeah. you're learning. You were you experimenting. Paid an excessive amount of money to do that. That's right. Thirty yeah. grand a year to get hammered. All Correct. right, where do I sign up? Yeah, that's something. How do something. I get on this meal plan here? Something like something like that. Yeah. But, boy, that I mean, there had to be some cleanup crews on these buses, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, oh. I can imagine. Because he yeah. wasn't the only one. And those no. were imported right from London, right? They brought them over from overseas. The British lady. Yeah, the British lady had also a it up. tour yeah. guide director. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You want the bus? Yeah. They yeah, were, they're still she, cleaning up, right? Yeah, I would, I would think. <laughs> Where do we think. store those buses? Somebody was saying they come in from Chicago, maybe, or something like that for those double-decker buses, but we don't have those just sitting around waiting for the next parade, right? I don't believe so, no. no. And why don't we uh, use those more in Kansas City? We need to do more of double-decker bus tours. Like, you go to New York or, or London or places like that, and you have the hop-on, hop-off bus experience. Correct. Yeah, so I think we need to do that here. I may buy a double-decker bus and do the Fesco reality tour. Would you pay $50 for a Snickers and a couple of Forehands beers and some beans from Smokehouse to be on that bus? Put the wings on there. Put the wings we'll on there. All then right. We'll All right. What if we do wings? We do beans. We do booze from Forehands, mm. and we ride around the city, and I show you the houses I used to live in. And $50. there is where the bloody man yeah, yeah, right. popped up on my porch. <laughs> That's right. And there's where the bloody naked man was tased across the street. I, I, mean, I think I think it would be a riot. And Spectre has said over the years, "Do not, you can't do that. Nobody, nobody wants to do that. I guarantee you we could sell out that bus at least once a Saturday. For, for an entire year and, and pack people onto that thing and just go around town drinking and eating chicken wings. Just have fun. Yeah, just exactly. Just have fun. Exactly. Just That's what have we do fun. here. That's exactly what we do. We have we have a lot of fun. We want to do it. We want to have some fun, and we want to get after it. So if you want to ride a double-decker bus around town, <laughs> let me know. Let me know if it's something people are interested in. <laughs> You want to know if there's a market for that? Yeah, I do. Mm. I think it'd be fun. You mm. get you get booze, you get food, you get a tour around Kansas City, and you don't have to worry about anything for a day. Nice Saturday afternoon sitting on a double-decker bus, B-dub driving. Whoa, whoa, now I got to <laughs> drive. Now Honking we're putting me horn. to work. <laughs> hey, I'll split the money with that you. sounds terrible. <laughs> the driving part. Yeah, the driving yeah. part. Yeah. Well, we got to find a driver. I can, play, I can play drops in the back yeah. and pass out. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That'll work.
I don't care what you do on there, as long as you pay the cash. Cash right. only. Yeah. Cash only. Cash only, man. Got cash only. too drunk to fish once at the Lake of the Ozarks. Dropped my pole into the depths, never to be seen again. Yeah. In yeah. Vegas, passed out walking through a casino. Hit the corner of a slot machine. Split my chin all the way to the bone. Oh, wheeled ooh. out on a stretcher. God. Ooh. Ow. Try to cut the corner, did you? Boom. Slot oh. machine. Mm. That's a bad day. Woke up in a church parking lot, half naked, one shoe, peed myself. Mm. Same night I went to the wrong apartment, too. Nice. Wow. I'll tell you, the drunkest I have ever been, it was a Saturday night. I woke up on Sunday morning, and I was married. Came home drunk from a bar, 25 years old, so drunk, trying to open a window for fresh air. Broke the window, ended up needing 35 stitches in my hand. You know what? Mm. I, I got a similar story to that. We did a bus trip one time to Columbia. It was the day UMKC beat Mizzou down there in basketball many, many moons ago. Like, it was probably 05 or 06, right there, whatever, whatever year that was. We all went down there, and, and UMKC beat Mizzou at Page Center. And, and I came back to the house and was plowed and didn't have – I thought at the time my key on me, which of course I did have my key right. on me, but I didn't. And I punched Good out a locate. window with my hand to open the back door, uh, $7 for the glass to replace, which was no big deal, but it was the, the damage that I'm still feeling on this finger today from going through that plate glass window to get into the house. Yeah. That's, that's a stupid move by all of us. You think, Oh, it's not that big a deal. It's just a little piece of glass. I'm going to bust it out. Why I decided to punch that thing with my hand. And it, I was in the garage. It wasn't like it was. And the door was unlocked, too. <laughs> and I had the key. So, I mean, it was. It had everything. Trifecta there. It had <laughs> everything. Door was unlocked. Had the key. And I punched it out with my bare hand. And I had to go to the, uh, the not the, emer- I guess the emergency room. But I, I worked the next morning and then went into the emergency room. And, like, I think I got a cut. And they stitched it up for me. Call the boss. Are you going to be in today? Nope. I think the drunkest I've been, we had a contest at work on how many 40 ounces. Oh, my God. One can drink. Old English? Uh, St. Ives. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh. Seven. Ah. Oh. Now, I won all the money. How much? Oh, it was probably a good five $600. Oh, easy. that's a wow. Okay. But I paid for it because, you know, after the seventh one, and I'm, I'm at the edge, right? You know, it's just teetering. Yeah. We decided that... Uh, Popeyes on uh, 30th and Prospect oh, was the move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to cook the stomach. And so the onion rings and red beans and rice <sighs> set it forth the motion. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Not good. Yeah. Not good coming out. Not good Not at all. good at all. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Ugh. You got to cook the stomach. Yeah. They say. Beforehand. Well, you well, know. If you don't get to it, though, you got to get to it then. Yeah, but then that's just kind of like I envision the stomach like this 40 ounces of beer times seven is 280 ounces of beer, yeah. kind of just floating there. And it's then the red floating. beans and rice just sitting on top. Yeah. And, and the onion rings and just And the onion rings, it. like, Ugh, The grease, and yeah. they're so good. And while you're eating it, you're like, oh, this is phenomenal. This is the best thing ever. Ooh. I did that with a Crave case once in St. Louis. Oh, we yeah. went over, we oh, went over to watch the Royals play the Cardinals in the early aughts. Gross. And uh, I remember the, the, the White Castle was downtown by the ballpark, and I didn't realize there was a line of like 50 people deep, and I just cut to the front of the line. Everybody's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't realize there was a line here. Nobody really said burgers. anything. I got two Crave cases. Oh, not a good day. Not a Any good day. day. That ends with the Crave cases. Either a really good day or <laughs> yes, it yeah, is. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cry Eagles cry <laughs> is fully underway. We'll get to that next.
Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610s. You've already predicted the uh, demise of the Eagles, that they won't be back again. And with each, it's very small passing days since since Sunday, there are more and more examples that it's going to take them a while to get over this thing. Well, it is. Which can lead to a very bad hangover. And again, getting yeah. to the Super Bowl and losing can sometimes create as much of a hangover <laughs> as the as the can the winners bounce back and I think sometimes as well it's worse yeah I think it is but I I, I thought that as well and then I looked at the numbers 69 percent of the Super Bowl losers have made it back to the playoffs the following year which I, I thought was a staggeringly high number I thought it was going to be somewhere in the 30 or you should 20 use it as motivation. right yeah you should I mean teams do that all the time or try to use it as motivation I don't know how many times a team has lost the Super Bowl and came back and won it the following year but 69% of the teams up until, obviously, this Super Bowl that have lost the Super Bowl have made it back to the playoffs. So I, I thought that was a pretty high number. I was a little startled by that myself. I'm like, wow, 70% of these folks are making it back into the uh, the playoffs the year before. But, you know, Philly by the day, I mean, yesterday their, their personnel people met, like the GM and the coach and all that to address every coordinator leaving and all the free agents and all that kind of stuff. And... It, it seems to me like they're they're doing kind of what we did, you know, in 2014 when you don't have success for a long period of time. And, and, and I say that about Philly, but they did win a Super Bowl five years ago. But generally speaking, the Eagles have not had that postseason success. They've had a lot of heartbreaking losses. People in Philadelphia are calling this the worst loss in sports history in Philadelphia. So, I mean, like, and, and it may be, I don't know, John. I mean, you lose a Super Bowl. That's, that's you know, it's a pretty big loss, right? Uh, and the way they lost the Super Bowl, too. You had a 10-point lead at halftime. You blew the game and, and the whole nine yards. 10-point well, lead at halftime to a team that's proven they can come back on people. Yes, yeah. Not that I need to give them a pep talk like it's not the end of the world. They, no. We do this to people it, all the time. Right, like, but they also say it's the only the second time in Super Bowl history a double-digit lead where somebody came back and halftime and one blah 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 blah. right yeah it is put your hands up and go it is but but when you get to that point like remember in 2014 walking out of that stadium how great we felt about what went on inside there we're like wow that was a fun run in 2014 even though we didn't win at all right we were still pretty excited about it but i think Josh, we'd be lying to ourselves if in the back of our minds we didn't think that'll we may probably never be the last time we're, we're yeah. going to see this yeah. again, right? Yeah, no, right, we, right. We didn't walk out and go, you know what? This is going to fuel the fire to run, run back next year and win the whole damn thing. No, we just figured. Uh, no. It, no, we just if figured this it was, was it. it right? That was pretty great. Right. <laughs> I wish they'd have won it. Right, and, and we'll talk to Ned about that coming up at eight thirty this morning. Ned Yost, the newest Royals member of the Hall of Fame, Royals Hall of Famer, is going to join us at eight thirty this morning, and I'm sure that's something we can bring up with Ned as well and talk a little bit about. Like, you 
you know, that feeling in 2014, because as we found out years later, really months later, whatever it was, as we were walking out there feeling pretty good about a fun run it was, those guys were pissed and they had made the commitment that night that they were going to win it the following year. And you can say all that kind of stuff, but you have to go out there and you have to execute. And, you know, even the biggest of Royals fans probably at the end of that 2014 season walked out of that stadium for the final time when when that guy caught the pop-up and, and the game was over and we probably thought to ourselves well we, we had a nice little run there's no chance we're getting back no chance we're getting up. back right you see Pablo Sandoval underneath yes. it catching that pop-up and blah 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 game over and as they say the rest is history but I, I think that's kind of where Philadelphia fans are right now. They're still trying to figure out a way to rationalize that loss and wonder, like, was that our best shot now for the next 25 years to win a win a championship? And so that's that's kind of how they're feeling right now. But also now we're going to a different level with the scrutiny of Carl Cheffers and, 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 you know, some of the stuff that people are throwing out there right now about Carl Cheffers uh, makes it sound like, like he was the reason they lost the game and he wasn't the reason they lost the game. This one was tweeted out yesterday by a gentleman by the name of Jeff Howe and Jeff Howe is a national NFL insider for the athletic. And he tweets this out yesterday. Referee Carl Cheffers Cruz had gone 576 consecutive snaps without calling a defensive holding penalty before that decisive flag. Last called in Bills Bears on December 24th. Nothing in Packers Vikings, Eagles Giants, Bengals Bills. It's not due like, are you not supposed to call a penalty when a penalty is there just because you hadn't had that penalty called before? Like, I, I hate stuff like that. Well, they haven't done it in the past. So what? A penalty is a penalty. It's like my mother always used to tell me, ignorance is no defense of the law. Just because you didn't know, that's not going to get you off of whatever it is that you got in trouble for doing. Like if you're doing 70 and a 30 and you go, I didn't know. I didn't see the speed limit. Ignorance is not a plea. Yeah, you, you, you can't plead ignorance on that. It just doesn't work. And so I'm looking at that. I'm going, just because Carl Cheffers has refed games in the last month where there weren't defensive holding penalties that needed to be called or should have been called doesn't mean this game doesn't have a penalty that needs to be called. How many times do you see tripping in an NFL game? You don't see that a lot, but when they call tripping, they call tripping and everybody moves on. So people are trying to make the case because he hasn't called one since December 24th. He's not supposed to call one or they're not supposed to call one in the Super Bowl when a penalty happens. Are they supposed to overlook penalties? And again, we're belaboring a penalty that the guy who committed the foul admitted to committing, and the video evidence is blatantly obvious. You see the jersey being tugged. So why are we still on this? Why are we still trying to rationalize and justify in Philadelphia about this stupid penalty? I'm sure the guy who threw it, too, had to pay the like the kangaroo court fine. Yeah, you're the first one to call yeah, it since, hey, since, we since Christmas. A, we had a streak going, man. What'd you mm-hmm. call that for? What'd you do that for? Well, because sure it was a penalty, you know? Because it was a foul in the biggest game. Yeah. And I went for it. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like, if that foul takes place on, on, on the third quarter of week two, we're not talking about it. But that, that's, the, that, that's the hard thing that I have a tough time comprehending is we, we look at penalties like that and we go, well, the time and place, they shouldn't have called it. No, if it's a penalty, it's a penalty. It doesn't, rego- it doesn't matter what the time is, what the place is, where it is, how it happened. A penalty is a penalty, and they called it, and the guy admitted to it, and they still can't let that go. And the longer it goes, and I hate to say this in Philadelphia, the longer it goes where they can't let this kind of stuff go, the worse it's going to be moving forward. You've got to move on from this stuff. Yeah.
I'm glad that we're not in their heads, just the NFL's in their heads. Yeah. And then there's Roger Goodell. Philly fans aren't liking this one either. Video surfaced of him getting a big old bear hug from Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. Who picks him up? Mm-hmm. Well, because Chris is big, and uh, the commissioner can go out and congratulate people on a game. Can he not? Yeah, so that's fine, right? Well, I mean, if if you have any kind of clue as to the history of the Chiefs, it was the exact same hug that Chris Jones gave Roger Goodell when he was drafted in Chicago in the second round by the Chiefs. If you don't remember. Chris Jones was in the green room. He was supposed to be a first round draft pick. He didn't make it into the first round. He wanted to leave the draft and go home because he was ticked off that he was sitting there all night and didn't get picked, but he decided to stay. And the chiefs, I think traded up at that point in the second round, John Dorsey traded up to get Chris Jones. They drafted Chris Jones. He came on stage. He was so relieved that he got drafted by the chiefs. Finally, he grabbed Roger Goodell and bear hugged him and picked him up and kind of put him, you know, back down. That was the same type of hug that he had on that night that he was drafted. And so we're just kind huh. of redoing it all huh. over again. Huh? Thanks for the context, Bob. Someone who was actually there and saw it as opposed to the people freaking out online. Like Roger Goodell clearly loves the chiefs. Roger Goodell clearly loves the chiefs because Chris Jones picked him up and hugged him. And he said, good game. Yeah. That was a heck of a game. Yeah. It was a heck it of was a game. A, it was a heck of a game. The commissioner of the, of the sport can say that that's a, heck, that's a heck of a game. Can he not? Yeah, and, and let me let me say this. We're all guys. When you see friends and people you haven't seen, everybody's doing the bro hug now, right? Everybody's doing that handshake, bring it in, give it a hug type of thing. And you just finished an NFL game. You just won the Super Bowl. There's the commissioner. You've had this moment before with him, this hug before. You high-five him. You bring him in. You grab him. And, and I got to be honest, no matter who that was, whether it was you, me, Roger Goodell, or even B-Dub, Chris Jones is a big individual, as you said. That hug is going to be a big hug, and he's a lovable guy, too. I mean, that's just who he is. And so people are freaking out over that. I've seen the commissioner hug thousands of people over the course of time. Thousands of people over the course of time. This is really getting sick in Philadelphia. These people need something else to do. Yeah. So. Go watch the Phillies. And then he did say something to him. I don't care how you hit the quarterback, which was. (laughs) (laughs) I think what he's saying in that instance is it's not me, man. I don't care what you do. Yeah, He doesn't make the rules. I I don't care what you do. He just passes on the rules that are voted on by uh, each one of the the teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to have a tough, you're going to have a tough time, tough time. Uh, Eagles. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad. Like we didn't hold on to 2014 like this at all. We celebrated that year and and let it go and enjoyed it. And even when we lost to Tampa, Josh, we said offensive Super line Bowl, and moved on. We said offensive <laughs> line and moved on. You're absolutely right about that. We go, Brett Veach will it? fix it, and they fixed it the next day, and everybody kind of just moved on. I thought the Bengal one would linger a little bit more, but that's clearly in the rearview mirror. You know, that that AFC championship game that we lost a year ago, that's now clearly in the rearview mirror. The guy responsible for running out of bounds with five seconds to go, they traded his ass. So you've got everything, you know, here in Kansas City where everybody was able to move on from this kind of stuff. If these guys and this team and this organization are going to continue to harbor all of this kind of stuff and can't get past it, and I know it's only a week out and everything is still fresh and new, but you got to let this go, man. you got to move on. Belushi. Farley, Kelsey, oh, it's coming next. Fesco in the morning. 
Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Maybe they just go ahead and recreate that. Back in on a uh, Friday along with Bob Fesco and Josh. He could borrow Andy's pool. (laughs) The above ground pool? Yes. Brian Williams beat up producing. Travis Kelsey is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live. We have a big announcement that you're going to announce here on the show tonight. I'm very excited about this. You're going to be back in our building in a few weeks. Can you say why you're coming back? Yeah, for sure. I mean, growing up, um, I was a huge, like, Farley, uh, Farrell, Fallon um, (laughs) kind of guy growing up. And, um, yeah, I used to watch Saturday Night Live with my mother. And um, it's it's an absolute honor and a a privilege to be uh, hosting SNL March 4th. so nervous for that. Oh, my God. You are going to be so good. I was talking to Lauren today. I'm like, oh, he's so charming, and he can sing, and he's fun, and it's so good. You think that about me? I do. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I do. I know. I I was like, yeah, I do. It's amazing. (laughs) But Kelsey Ballerini is a musical guest. Yes. So it's going to be a hot show. Congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Did they do that on purpose, Kelsey Kelsey Ballerini Ballerini. and Travis Kelsey? I would think, yeah. I I thought so, too. And and I'll I'll plead ignorance on this. I never knew that Saturday Night Live, like, tweeted out who was guest hosting, you know, weeks in advance like they did yesterday. I saw a thousand tweets. And it wasn't retweets, either, about people, you know, in Kansas City retweeting Travis Kelsey. I thought, like, Entertainment Tonight. All these places were, like, talking about this. And I I, I guess I never noticed it before that, you know, they they lay it out a couple of weeks in advance. And they they release it. And they tell you who's going to, you know. They usually send out a tweet, and it's 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 uh, uh, you know they do the the post-it notes on the on the board yeah. where they they normally do their do scripts, that. and okay. they usually post out like a photo that's got here's the the host and the musical act on a little post-it. Notes. Okay, and that's I, I how never they usually send that. out the tweets. It's usually oh, that's a few cool. Weeks, a few weeks out. I just remember watching Saturday Night Live as a kid, and at the end of the show, they would tell you next week, Don Bardo. But uh, I guess they had him do it on on. Jimmy Fallon's show last night. What a great crossover promotion on the, uh, the Tonight Show. And so he uh, he did sing as well. You know, it's interesting that I was just, it's interesting that I brought up singing because uh, uh, I, I know that you do some karaoke. And uh, <laughs> how did you know? It's kind of out there. How, how I, I, out there? I, there? There was one song that has been very important to you during this playoff run. Brett and Veach I thought down? maybe if we can convince you. <laughs> you got the roots. We got the best in the business yep. right there. Fellas, do you mind? Kick it! Woo! You wake up late for school, man, you don't wanna go! You ask your mom, please, but she still says no! You miss two classes! Class like you're some, some kind of 
His personality, let his personality show, as Correct. Andy always yep, says. Yep, yep. Um, I'm inter- interested to see who the cameos are. Yeah. I mean, does mom make an appearance? Oh, mom is going to be on the show. Jason's going to be on the show. Jason's Chris show. Jones will be Do on we the have, show. Uh, Mahomes with sideways goggles. Maybe a picture with of Patrick the, with the up trophy. there. Yeah. You know, kind of passes through the show. I, I'm, I'm excited to see. I think, Andy Reid, do you think he shows up on the show? I mean, you got to do a skit with Andy Reid drawing on somebody's face, don't or, you? Or. Or does Stone Street show up as, as Randy Reed? Randy, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's an ABC guy. There may okay. be, okay. Well, yeah, you know, like you know. I don't know. You, you know. never know. You're right. You never know. You never know. You I don't know. know. I never. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Stone Street's been on Saturday Night Live. I, I haven't watched it in a while, but I, I think he'll do. He'll do a good job. When, he's got the right personality to to be able to do it. Phenomenal personality. Yeah. Yeah. When you start to look at like athletes who are going to have the best off the field uh, career after they're done playing, I don't know that there's anybody in the history of Kansas City sports that's going to have a better off the field career than Travis Kelsey. I mean, he can literally do anything. He, he's unbelievable. He's obviously talented on the football field, but he's got that personality that is bigger than life. He could, if, if I'm a company, I'm hiring that guy and I'm bringing him in as the closer. Or if you're the Chiefs and you need somebody to close the deal, bring Travis into the suite, have him close the deal and finish this type of thing off. Like, I think his Isn't options. That what he does the praise. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he plays the closer there, right? He is, yeah. right, right. But, but yeah. I, think, I think his options are limitless, Josh. I think he can do anything that he truly wants to do when he's done playing and I'm as excited to watch what he does off the field when he's done than what he's doing right now on the field obviously what he's done on the field has been historic hall of fame best and, ever at his position and we're again we're not running him off by any means but mm. I I think he's got whatever you know, football media future he has wants to after he's done. Too. I, I would get out of that. I would go further well, than football I media. Yeah. I understand that, but I'm saying if nothing else, he does he can do that. Can he be like The Rock and start like starring in movies and things like that? I mean, th- I, there's, I don't know. There's no reason why he the, can't. This right? is a good start. It's a great start for him. You know, I, I was thinking back to Peyton Manning doing that and how great Peyton was. Travis is more entertaining than Peyton Manning, and the yes. Mannings are very entertaining. Yeah. The thing that's different in my mind about Travis Kelsey versus the Mannings, and this is no knock on the Mannings because. I love the Manning cast, and it's the only way to watch Monday Night Football now. When you watch the Mannings, they still seem a little stiff, you know, like still a little in that mode of, you know, uh, long time uh, work, hard time, whatever the cliches are that they like to use in football, good Lord willing, you know, all that kind of stuff. I still feel like they're in that a little bit. Travis is not. Travis is more natural. Travis is more just having a conversation with you. I, I think Travis Kelsey is going to be the – he may take over. You saw the other day Regis Philbin left Kelly and, and, and Ripa's show, right? What? He, he retired and, and went on. He's going to do no. like the, the – he's going to do Dick Clark's New Year's thing and, and, and do America's Got Talent and all that stuff. He, he announced his retirement yesterday from that show. Travis Kelsey what? can go Was on this and in host – the news? He can go host Regis and Kelly with Kathy Lee. I think he no, would be great because she hired. She hired her husband, so no. Oh, she did? Uh, oh. Is he Strahan? 
Maybe. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. that, that same type yeah. of yeah, that same type of category. Michael Strahan literally walked off the field and into that role because of that personality yeah. and how, yeah. how Strahan's phenomenal. Now he just he did, could be better than Nate Burleson. Book, and Nate's amazing. They'll book him on anything. Like we need something to, oh Strahan'll do it. Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah. And he's got the opportunity to be even more like Who's the guy that hosted American Idol for all these years? Strahan and Seacrest. He could be the next Ryan Seacrest. That's what you just said. He could be. Oh. Uh he could be in between Strahan and Gronk. Like you don't want to go the Gronk route because Gronk's just a, a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a an goof. absolute cartoon. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. does it well. Does it very well. But Strahan might be a little stiffer than I think Kelsey. I think Kelsey could have more more wiggle than Strahan. No does. question. So, no and Strahan's got a lot of wiggle. Yeah. He's got a lot of wiggle, but you're right. I, Kelsey, to me, just sounds natural. You know, just sounds like yeah, he belongs on TV. I think or he'll be. I think he'll ever. He'll yeah. knock this one out of the park on March. 4th. If he wants to do all that kind of stuff, too, he may get done retired and go. Ah, I don't want to do all that kind of stuff. But I he, I know. think he's going to slide into <laughs> I something. Don't know. I don't think. So. I think he's when they start talking about who's going to replace Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show. Travis Kelsey's name probably going to get thrown around a little bit on that one. He, everybody likes him. He's engaging. He's entertaining. I mean, I, I think the sky's the limit for this guy. I'm excited to see what he is going to do. So he's going to host he's the done. Tonight Show. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Might as well, yeah. right? Uh, Kelsey also shared a uh, story about Mahomes. Uh, they spent the Rihanna concert hearing a uh, Mahomes halftime speech. Watching the Super Bowl, I, I've, I thought you were you were out. i got to be honest. I mean, that second half, I mean, Patrick started limping off the field. They go, oh, gosh. Ten-point lead, man. Don't give Pat Mahomes... 10 points because he will just floor it. Really? I mean, he just. It's like, don't tell me no. Yeah, he got a. It'll probably go down as one of my favorite speeches. He, at halftime, he, um, he got electric, man. He, uh, he, he lit a fire in everybody's tail just to, you know, want, want it that much more. And, um, and when you can do that with a group of men, man, that's a special human being right there. Yeah, and you got everyone hyped up and you came back. It was oh, yeah. an unbelievable comeback. Yeah. Second half was a lot of energy, man. A lot of energy. All right. Passion. All right. So there it is. He gave Mahomes. Uh, flip the spread. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we look. Mahomes literally being down ten is nothing. nothing. It's, it's, yeah. It really is nothing for this team. And and, and I think like e- even if you didn't realize it before the Buffalo thirteen second game, I think everybody in in Chiefs Kingdom now realizes that I don't care. And I've said this to you, Josh, for years. I don't care how much time's on the clock, and it's a one possession game, and Patrick Mahomes has the ball. I think they're going to win that game. How, what have I been saying that now for the last couple of years? And and it seemingly comes true 99% of the time. Like, it just doesn't matter if the Chiefs are down. If Patrick Mahomes has the ball, there's time on the clock, and there's one possession game. I don't care where he is on the field or how much time is on the clock. I believe they're going to win that game. And that's the mindset that they have as well. And if you have that mindset, nobody's stopping you. Not to mention a Steve Spagnuolo defense puts their foot in the ground at some point in right. time, stops whatever is happening, and then lets you lets you come back. And, oh, and I don't know. It happened again. It happened again. The right. second half again, the defense shut things down. I mean, this, this, this team, this particular Chiefs team, it's not hard to predict. And so, like, if you're on that FanDuel app and it's halftime and there's great odds for the Chiefs because they're losing by 10. That's what you want. Slam that bet, baby. That's what you want. Cash. They they may still be, though, now, because these guys are pretty smart to put the odds together. You think anybody's going to give the Chiefs great odds down at halftime in a regular season? No, they're coming back to win that game. A former Chief discusses the major pivot the entire franchise made when they got Andy. Next. 
Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I do like this one, Josh, from the text line, 816. Travis Kelsey has a game show host personality. You can see him hosting, like, win, lose, or draw. Actually, I want to see Travis Kelsey host the newlywed game. When was the last time you made whoopee? Like, you could see him doing that. I think he'd be good at I think he'd be good but at, like, now that. the game shows are they hire somebody who's already done that, you know, who's already an actor that they've bring you know yeah baldwin does it strahan does it right yeah i think they think they all take a turn at that now it's not where you start that's where you that's where you end (laughs) up oh no that's where that's your nice little side check okay because i think that's a great gig like doing the prices right or you know no whammies no whammies no whammies sounds like a blast yeah Uh, but most of them are taking those like second jobs now i think (laughs) do they still get trashed on those shows but what was that show back in the day where betty white was always hammered yeah no the uh the one that Alec hosts, I think they yeah. were drinking for Alec a while. Alec Baldwin, that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, match game. Match game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yep. the one from back in the day. They, they were, were all drinking. smoking butts yeah. and drinking oh, booze. Yeah. The current yeah. version, though, they drink, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you probably have hammered. to to get the funnies out. Yeah, right. absolutely. I like that. No, that's fun, man. That's The fun. only bad part of that uh, the interview last night, which was great, I actually stayed up and, and watched it, was right. uh, kind of felt for the roots. You know, the roots are Philly through and through. And they had to sit there and deal with that whole thing yesterday in the interview and playing for him and everything. So, but uh, it was well done. Well done. They made him sound good. They made him sound real good. That's why he said, "Fellas, do you mind?" And yeah, hit the guitar. I know, man. Any any chance Travis gets now this off season to start doing stuff like that, he's do setting it. himself up for obviously what's going to happen after football because there's more years that aren't left than that were left in football, and so he's got a couple of years left to do this thing, and he's going to go out there and try to set himself up. He's brilliant. He's working in the system, not working the system, taking advantage of his opportunities Absolutely. brilliantly. You you have to capitalize on stuff like that. Quite. I'd be a little upset if he wasn't taking advantage of stuff like this, right? Do you think he's going to go, You think they're going to bring Def Leppard out and do Fight for Your Right to Party with him? Like a live version of their song with Travis Kelsey? Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. We don't want your text right now. None of them. None of them. It's open for you though. Whenever you want it. Uh, this could be weird. So the uh, the Cardinals are releasing uh, their defensive coordinator Vance Joseph, mm-hmm. who could go back to Denver as hey. the defensive coordinator. Here on the field, from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph. From here, you watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL. And here he is having the time of his life. The real question is, does Sergio Dip get to come back too? Probably not. When, uh, when, 
Vance Joseph goes back to Denver. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I was reading a story about this yesterday, and it's funny how people say, well, this has happened before in the NFL where a former head coach has gone back to his team that he was the head coach of and been an assistant. Everybody cites Gunther Cunningham because mm-hmm. that happened here. He mm-hmm. was he was fired at the end of the 99 season or 2000 season. Vermeil took over. A couple of years went by. Then Gunther came back as defensive coordinator because Greg Robinson and the Beaver on the sideline wasn't working. You tell grown men to fight for the beaver, you think they would be more apt to go out there and make a play, but they weren't. And after that no-punt game, Greg Robinson had to go. And so they brought back Gunther Cunningham, who obviously Carl Peterson had a relationship over the years. That's the only example anybody ever cites of something like this happening. Oh, it's happened a lot in the NFL. Remember Gunther Cunningham? Give me another example, please, somebody. Other than that one, I don't know that there is. It's, it's, if Vance Joseph gets that job in Denver – regardless of how many years have gone by and what they've had like six head coaches since him. Um, it's still going to be an awkward feeling walking into that building, but maybe not because the ownership's different. Elway's not really part of this thing anymore. It really is a new organization for all intents and purposes, except for the logo and the colors. Yeah, I was going to say, same building, same city. Yeah. Elway's still there, but, but not, not really. there, but yeah. he's going to be always be there. So that would be that would be weird. Plus, I want them to hire Rex Ryan, so... But also, too, Gunther came think, back to work for the coach that he got fired for. Vance Joseph yeah. is coming back to work for a coach that's like six Couple coaches years removed. removed from yeah. that. Um, I want them to hire Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan's also a candidate. I want I want him. He's been out of football a long time. Yeah. Vance Joseph's been around football. He's been pretty good. So The more people that Denver can hire that haven't been in the game in a while, I think the better the it better. is. The yeah. better. The better it is. And then Vance Joseph also now rumored to go to Philly. Yeah. Take over for Jonathan Gannon, mm-hmm. who's now the new head coach at Arizona. Right, who so, fired Vance Joseph yesterday. Correct. Or yeah. released they him. Released as well, him to pursue yeah, other right. opportunities, and we wish him luck in his future endeavors. Yeah. Which is what you do. I mean, I, you know, that's, yeah, he doesn't have to be saddled with a defensive coordinator he doesn't you want. You like him, though. You think he's a really good defensive coach? Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm more fearful of that than Rex Ryan. Mm-hmm. Rex Ryan can come back off television six years removed or whatever from from coaching and give it a shot and he's going to suck. Rex, Rex Ryan is, is entertaining, but he's, he's also a blowhard. I mean, you were, you were sharing the story yesterday and I don't even know if this was on air or not where I didn't share the story on air, but he was, he was like taking all the praise for yeah, Darrell Revis yeah. getting into the hall of fame. Uh, Darrell Revis, Rondé Barber. He's like, I had the opportunity to coach them both, you know? And he was like, almost like taking And then he was taking credit for Revis Island. He's like, no one ever did that before. No one ever did that before. Built a defense around, you know, it's him, not about you, Rex. him going and, 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 covering that side of the field. And we then schemed for the other side of the field. Mm-hmm. No one ever did that before. I'm like, okay, sorry. I didn't know that Revis was just really good on his own. My bad. Um, so he was really kind of bragging it up and I'm like, okay, now maybe it makes sense. He was lobbying to be a, a defensive coordinator again. You know, that's what all these guys now on ESPN are doing because they're getting the opportunities. Once Jeff Saturday got that head coaching job, Everybody all these guys realize, yeah. well, hey, I better start, you know, making my case to be a coach. We saw Dan Orlovsky do it. We're seeing Rex Ryan do it. Mike Greenberg's doing it as well. Um, I, I think also, too, if Rex does get this job, do you think in the first meeting with his defense, he'll say one foot in front of the other? I would think. We said to put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Show me that foot, too. Show That'd me that cool. foot. I'd like to see your foot. That'd be cool. You got any, any lubriderm I could lube that thing up with? Um, speaking of uh, Jonathan Gannon, he'll be my 6-11 and 11 coach for this yeah, upcoming. Yeah, you're, you're out on Jonathan my, uh, Gannon. Yeah. I guess 6-11, like and 11, it, yeah. though, would be an improvement for the Arizona Cardinals because, uh, you know, he says it's not often you take a job that's got a franchise quarterback. Everything that Excuse we me? do will be structured around the quarterback position to maximize his skill set. And we have an elite one. Uh, we're going to maximize Kyler's skill set. We're going to be adaptable. We're going to generate 
create explosives. We're going to protect the football and be situationally smart. The oh, only explosives wow. you're going to generate are in the toilet. Yeah. In Arizona. Now, Six and 11. Now, play, play. It sounded like almost like Nick Sirianni on his first press conference. Bit, yeah. Everything that we do will be structured around the quarterback position to maximize his skill set. And we have an elite one. What? Uh, we're going to maximize Kyler's skill set. We're going to be adaptable. We're going to generate explosives. We're going to protect the football and be situationally smart. Mm. They have a, they have an elite one, Bob. Yeah, they do. Who? Uh, he thinks um, he thinks that guy, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's yeah. elite. Well, yeah. well, that's who you hired as your head coach. Yeah. Ooh. And then yeah, Jonathan Gannon may have gotten some tips. Like here's how you go with your first press. And he leaves Nick Sirianni. Hey, you got any advice for me? You were a first time head coach. He goes, right. Yeah, just go out there in the press conference and really, really wow them. Next yeah. thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team that we have a smart football team here. And I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, How the first know? part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're going to, we're going to know, we're going to have systems in place. That that you, um, you had, you, you, you could, you do, you, you want, you, you could. Are easier to learn. All right, complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Mm, mm, Thank mm. you, Coach. So Nick Sirianni or Jonathan Gannon? Everything that we do will be structured around the quarterback position to maximize his skill set. And we have an elite one. Uh, we're going to maximize Kyler's skill set. We're going to be adaptable. We're going to generate explosives. We're going to protect the football and be situationally smart. Best of luck to you, sir. Is he a war general? We're going to generate explosives? Yep, yep. What the hell does that mean? Explosive plays. Bob, everyone wants explosive plays now. We're going to generate explosives, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what that means. So good, good luck to you. I mean, the, the first mistake was them hiring this guy because of the performance that his defense had in the second half of that Super Bowl. We all saw that game. And the second mistake that Jonathan Gannon has already found himself in is considering Kyler Murray an elite quarterback. Kyler Murray sucks. And if you're building your franchise around Kyler Murray, I hope that guy got a 10-year contract with a full 10 years guaranteed of a buyout because you're not winning with Kyler Murray. Kyler's not a winner. And, and, and you know, I'm just going to continue to say it. That guy is not a winner. He's a powder. He's not a leader. That's not the – you want him as your quarterback? Look at him versus Patrick Mahomes. And I know Patrick's different. But, I mean, you, you can't have a quarterback that's, that, that, that's, a, that's a whiner like Kyler is and a guy yeah. who plays video games more than he studies his playbook. Yep. And he's got to also, this Jonathan Gannon's got to hire an offensive guy to then run an right. offense around, around Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray while he's on the looking at the defense. Uh-huh. Good, 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 luck, good with luck with that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.